Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rick Darling back here in the locker room, and I'm here with Lee the Clown, who is the leader of the Dark Carnival. And I know Jethro usually does the interviews, but let's all face it, he's a pussy. And he didn't want to deal with this. So, Bleedy, what is the mission of the Dark Carnival? Why are you guys here? <laughs> Why do you laugh at literally everything? What 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 makes you tick? What grinds your gears? What what should we know about Bleedy the Clown? <laughs> You're not going to give me any answers, are you? Uh-uh. <laughs> All right, everybody. That has been. This has been Rick Darling with Bleedy the Clown, and Bye. you are creepy as shit. But you want to know seen... what's really creepy? Yeah, what's really creepy, Bleedy? I already know where you're going. <laughs> yeah, I'm going out to do commentary. No, you're not. You're going no. on vacation, but no one knows because you have not let that out yet. But I know. How, how did you know that? <laughs> Nobody in the wrestling world knows that. How did you know that? I also know that you're Did you friends. bug my phone? Did you... Oh, Lady knows all. <laughs> what, about, what, about my two, what about my two friends? I know that they're going with you. <laughs> You know, it is the summertime. It probably wouldn't be hard to figure out that someone might go on vacation and might take their friends with them, so. But the question is, Mr. Darling, would you like to know what the question is? You've what asked is... lots of questions. Let me ask you. All right, all right. What is the question? Are you coming back? <laughs> of course I'm coming back. I'm here scheduled for next Discordia. Are you sure? Yep, I don't I got think my... you will be. Why do you say that? Because I know, Mr. Darling. I know. But you want to know why I am here? Why Dark Carnival is here? Yeah, I asked you that like five minutes ago, and you just I laughed. Know. Because it's funny to me that no one is standing up to us. No one is fighting. No one is pushing back. You know why no one is pushing back? Because they are scared. They are worried about the dark carnival. They are running because they are like a wounded dog with their tail tucked between their legs. They're like the wounded animals that the keeper... My dear, dear friend, Malachi, has beaten into submission to train to do whatever it is that the rulers want, whatever it is that we want. And until they, as you all say, grow a set, they will do nothing more than run away. Why do you put people in body bags? <laughs> because they're dead to me. Fair enough. Any other questions? I feel like I have more questions than answers, but I think that's all I'm going to get, so... Let me inform you of something. Well, not really you, because you won't be here. But everyone watching, be sure to keep your eyes glued 
to the main event because this is where we will take control. The Wrestling Federation. It will be the Spiller Wrestling Federation. <laughs> That's very original. See you. They are more than a group, they are a community. A community of blind and visually impaired tabletop game enthusiasts unite under the mantle known as Knights of the Brain. Discordia will always be dedicated to them. everybody welcome to discordia number six with me right now is of course the wonderful according to the twins rick darling of course i'm wonderful because i last all night long uh kind of like a foot long or yeah the energizer bunny a foot long you know whatever you want to say i mean Believe it or not, the twins take a lot, need someone with a lot of stamina, so I'm glad that I can perform and they're keeping me around. Ah, oh, they uh, need somebody with a lot of stamina because um, you have There's to carry There's two them. of them. Well, then you have to carry on food? Ah, uh, we get that shit room service. Ah, understandable. Okay. Well, um, let's get into the match here um, as the competitors are in the ring here. And we're going to start off the score number six with the match that will determine who gets the next shot at the current champ Discordia Champions title belt. We have Jackson Grimm, who is, you know, Grimm? out there, if you ask me. Yeah, kind of Grimm. You know, not like Grimm's fairy tale Grimm, but uh, definitely Grimm. Uh, taking on the Wiley veteran in. Zach Cahill. I think Mr. Cahill, even though he's a veteran, has bitten off more than he can chew. Grim is a monster. He is uh, quite the um, quite the behemoth, I guess you would say. Uh, but um, as uh, they are in the ring, he he definitely towers uh, over him. And, is he uh, the biggest man in the KWF? Yes, he is. Uh, over 400 pounds, slightly over. Uh, well, yeah, he is the biggest man, but there are a couple of uh, fans in attendance that are a little bit bigger. Um, and we have Malachi Excuse me talking James. about. I'm not saying anything, sir. You're the one that uh, is the meat in that sandwich. But uh, we have... Uh, <laughs> the Malachi James, known as the Keeper, as well as Hazard out here with Jackson Grimm, and it can't be good. The numbers are definitely against Mr. Cahill here. I wouldn't want to meet this group in a lighted alley or a dark alley. I wouldn't want to meet them at all. Uh, did you notice that? Is that a box that they brought down here? It looked to be like a coffin. It almost looks like a, yeah, like a coffin. I mean, 
knowing these guys, I'm afraid to see what's in it, but I'm assuming we're going to see what's in it. Uh, I'm not sure that I want to, as you have uh, Malachi James down there beside you, and uh, Hazard and his um, extremely well-balanced looking self uh, is right here beside me, and that box is placed in front of us here. But, uh, Are you, uh, a thing you didn't expect to see is I'm going to be up, and clo up close with a coffin today when I go to work. Uh, we don't want to hear about your escapades, but as these two men come to the center of the ring with the collar and elbow tie-up, Jackson Grimm slams Zach Cahill right in the face with his large forearm that's about the size of my leg, if you ask me. And uh, they uh, immediately get this match underway with that, and Zach Cahill is on the defensive so far. That was quite a shot there from... That could have knocked him out, to be honest. Uh, he is still up on his feet. He is a wily veteran and can take you know, a ton of punishment, you know, kind of like you in the bedroom with your twins there. But we won't get into that here, and, you know, we'll keep making fun of you. Yeah, you keep getting into it. <laughs> uh, look at you Zach just Cahill wish there. you had two instead of one. Not like that, I don't, sir. But look at Zach Cahill there. Speaking of two, he slams two elbows right into Jackson's face that appear to rock the big man back a little bit. And uh, neither him one a of little bit, but I, he just looks mad now. Yeah, he, uh, he doesn't appear to be too happy, and these two men right here at us don't appear to be showing any expression at all. And It's like they're uh, dead inside. It, it does appear that way as from backstage fans, there comes a clown face, black and white, and with a red mouth turned down, but also turned up. Quite, quite scary, if you ask me. Or unnerving, maybe a, a better term for it. You need to get your wife to protect you. I might need to. Uh, you know, I might get behind your two twins right there because they are quite the roadblock. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, fans, if you're listening that you're overweight. Don't worry, Mr. Darling is too. But uh, these two. Mr. Uh, Darling is not. These two men in the suit ring are really going back and forth. Zach Cahill there, as he goes for a release German suplex, but he cannot lift the big man up. Instead, he slips it forward and does a three-quarters face lock bulldog there, taking Jackson Grimm down to the canvas there. Quite impressive when he realized that he couldn't get him up one way, went for something else. That, that was impressive, him. but what I was going to say at first before he did that was, why is he thinking he can suplex him, but then he's one step ahead and figures out a way to get him down. That is knowing where you are at in the ring, knowing your opponent, and knowing your abilities right there. That is something that a lot of these uh, fans that want to be wrestlers and some of these uh, young wrestlers could really take a look at. In fact, you know, if I was any of them, I'd be right back there watching this match on the monitors. You know, I wouldn't stand right there at the curtain and watch it because uh, that guy's right there. But, you know, anyway, as uh, they bounce him off the rope, back, Cahill with the ducks under the clothesline, they bounce back off and cross body. Oh, but Jackson Graham catches there and oh, plants him. Oh, he slam. Oh, jeez. Oh, and you hear the ring shaking with that impact. And I could have broke the ring. And I'm wondering if it didn't break uh, Mr. Cahill there. But I he, broke some beds in my day. I bet you have. <laughs> but uh, as, as we see, uh, Mr. Cahill is getting back up to his feet. He, he is moving quit. slow. He is moving but he's slow, up. fans. And as he comes toward with a flying forearm smash and... Jackson Grimm catches him by the wrist there, 
flips him around with the wrist lock, takes him down with the arm drag, and went down to the canvas as he drives his elbow into the back of his neck there. Quick series of moves from the big man there. I don't think I've seen anybody that big move that quick since. Uh, I, won't, I won't mention it since again. Since they went for the pizza today? Yeah, um, fans, we are. There's a buy one, get one free special one. We're already out of pizza. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, anyway, but we, we won't get into that there. Um, I just wonder... I, never mind. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I want to, I want to concentrate on the match here. As uh, Zach Cahill is definitely hurting here, and there goes uh, Grimm with a knee drop right to the back of the neck, and it appears like he's going to try to injure this man's neck so that he can't compete ever again. And uh, Jackson Grimm lifts him up and has him for a stump-pulling pile driver. Oh, one of my favorite moves of all time. It's so basic yet so effective. And he lifts him up and falls back down, and it did... Do you remember when that happened to Stone Cold uh, several and years he got ago? And he got the stinger in his Yes, neck. he did. And it, did you see Zach Cahill's uh, head was a little bit below the uh, legs right there? And and he, he can't be feeling good there, fans. That that has to have hurt a lot there. Um, and, Zach, and Zach Cahill is he is moving fans. As it's like any move, any move that Grimm does could knock you out at any time. Everything is so with so much precision, so much power. Yes, um, I, I definitely agree with you there. And uh, Zach Cahill is—he is moving. He—he's uh, not moving very fast, but he is moving. I will say that, fans. As uh, and Chance Green pulls him back up, the tree, and there goes Zach Cahill with a roll up, and he gets him one, two. Oh, oh, and, two. oh no! And he kicks out. He kicks out. I was kind of a bit of a fast count there from uh, Kittles there. I think. Does he have candy on the brain or something? He's afraid uh, of what's down there. Uh, I probably would be too. And uh, Jackson Grimm just stares at him, and he has uh, taken his eyes off of Mr. Cahill, who rolls him up again with the backside. He gets it one, two. Did he get? It? No, he didn't get it. He didn't no, get it. Almost, it was close. Can you imagine how pissed Grimm would be if he got beat by a roll-up? It's, it's exactly, especially knowing that a title shot is on the line. As uh, Grimm rolls back up to his feet and he uh, goes to Irish Whip, but Zach counters with a reverse Irish Whip. Oh, but Jackson Grimm uses his way to the there and he bounces and sends Zach Cahill into his. Oh, and there goes Hazard with a chair shot to the back of the head there. I didn't even see him move. I, went, I didn't I was see him move either, and apparently your ref didn't see it either. Exactly. Uh, we need to talk skills, but hey, what can we say? We didn't see it either. You know, and, and Malachi James. But we heard it. Oh, definitely heard it. And uh, I'm sure that uh, Mr. Zach Cahill felt it. As Malachi slides what appears to be a chair inside the ring, as uh, Zach Cahill stumbles forward, and Jackson Grimm leads him in the stomach, lifts him up, bounces back off the ropes, and running power bomb that he calls the, the Bayou Drop onto the chair. He didn't and even need the chair. No, not at all. Uh, you can't, you can't fault it here as. Referee Skittle slides into position here. It's with a academic one. here. One, yeah. two, three. And that that fans was that you got to give it to Zach Cahill here. He fought, you know, and we couldn't call every move, you know, granted, but it was back and forth there for a little bit with forearms and you know just just a power. He probably advantage. gave the toughest test that Grimm's had yet. I would say. Yes, yes, it certainly did, and you know, unfortunately, the numbers got to. Uh, Zach Cahill there as you can look back there and you see uh, Bleedy the Clown clapping and laughing as he points to uh, Zach Cahill 
who they are beginning to beat down fans you've heard of the uh the heel beat down well that's what's going on now as they roll Robin him out seems of the... to love it look at the look on his face it's like orgasmic bliss yeah i i don't get this fans and i'm not getting involved but they have removed the padding from around the ring and a pile driver another pile driver right onto the concrete just adding insult to injury yeah this this can't be good and they're opening up the box there and i don't see anything in it from my vantage point i don't see anything either uh but there is something crawling Wait, up there's the something moving there. what is that oh it, my god i think that's a scorpion it does appear to be a black scorpion as they roll zach cahill into it and slam they're slamming the lid they shut. They put him in with the scorpions. Um, and and they're they're just leaving the box there. How about um how about you take care of that? Uh, Do we Mr. not Darling? have security here? Well, you were supposed to hire them. That was your job. I know what uh, you did with the money. Never mind. Fans, we'll uh, talk about this as soon as we get back from this commercial break. Knights of the Braille have been working with individuals, organizations and communities to create a virtual accessibility awareness event called Everyone-Games. This October 1st and 2nd, the two-day event will feature special guests for panels and activities alongside announcements of projects and collaborations that will create improvements for accessibility in gaming over the coming months the Knights of the Braille are excited to share information of the event and projects our team have been working on please stay tuned for more details as they will be forthcoming on the Knights of the Braille Facebook as well as the Knights of the Braille Twitter be sure to save the dates in your calendar, and that is October 1st and 2nd of 2021. And we hope to see you there. Fans, we're back here with a highly anticipated matchup between Pretty Paul Johnson, which is uh, Mr. Reed Darling's favorite competitor. I do like and Pretty Paul. He, he has great style, and he has great wrestling acumen. So have you seen what's underneath the uh, Australian tattoo? You know, the... No, I have not. Why okay. would I see that? Well, you said you liked him. I was just wondering if you had went down under. I, l well, <laughs> I like him as an individual, and I like his technical ability, and I like his style. That doesn't mean I want to see what's under the Australian tattoo. Uh, I, I can understand I don't know that, why I but... keep taking this job when all you do is bully me. You don't ever bully Alejandro, whatever his name is. Well, um, Pepe, you make it you make it so easy, and if you can't handle the heat, sir, then uh, get out of the kitchen. I, I see was you in over the kitchen there. last night. I bet you was <laughs> cooking all night, uh, right. fans, and we we're uh, really uh, trying to buy a little time here for um, Fernando as he's like leaning right here at the table, and he just doesn't look. He doesn't look engaged. He doesn't look like he's he's he would want to be anywhere. He looks like he wants to be anywhere else but here. But, you know, you, Fernando, I mean, we, I admire your grit and determination here, you know, coming out here to compete. But, you know, and, and fans, he's shaking his head at me that he's going to compete. And 
he, he he's covered in sweat already. Like maybe he's he's not. He looks he like me after a, a regular Monday night. Exactly, <laughs> you know. But uh, and Paul is uh, smirking in the ring and begging him to come on and you know get into the ring. And Fernando is, you know, he's rolling into the ring and there goes Paul and there goes the bell. And simultaneously, Paul just starts stomping away at Fernando. They're not even giving the man a chance to get up. The pretty one stomping a mud hole in Fernando. Oh, yeah, he's stomping a compact mirror anymore, a, uh, you know, Oreo cheesecake hole, whatever you want to call it. Uh, He pulls Fernando up to He's on the bedroom with our uh, ceiling. Those are kind of fun. Um, Yes, fans, uh, Mr. Darling is a freak. Uh, And, um... uh, yeah, I'm just thinking about that now, and it's kind of got me a little nauseated. I'm starting to feel like Fernando looks right there. As Paul Fernando him, up by the hair, hair, whips him into the ropes. And, and there's no need for these underhanded tactics, and he boots him right into the gut, swinging DDT there, puts him back down on the canvas, and it is not looking good for, uh, for Fernando here. He's, he's clutching at his midsection and trying to roll back up to his feet. Yeah, I he just, looks like somebody stole his dog. That is a good way to describe it, Mr. Darling. And you know, he he appears to be like he's sick or something. I, I'm not really sure what's going on there, but his eyes really looked uh, glazed over. And and Paul pulls him back up to his feet. He's oh, probably Fernando. drunk. He could be drunk. He might have had too many uh, jalapenos. I know that yeah. happens to me every once in a while. And Paul yeah. whips him uh, into the rope. But Fernando counters with a crossbody, but even Paul could catch him there because I don't think that uh, Fernando got much more than two feet off the ground there. As he it was like a half crossbody, like a listless crossbody, almost like he's just lethargic out there. But, you know, it's like he leaped as, as high as he could and only got to the Come kneecap. Come on, Pepe! And, uh, and Paul winks over towards your uh, number one fans over there. And he has him in the uh, German suplex, and he shakes his head and, and climbs up over to the turnbuckle and climbs up. There's no need for all this. You can tell that this man's office is not there, and he lifts him up, and he Look has him. At that. That's a thing of beauty. Oh, and what a... Uh, he hits his uh, pretty plex, which is a released German suplex. And he does it. Yeah, he and from the top turnbuckle that there's no sense in all that. But look how happy the twins are. Yeah, I'm kinda wondering about that. Do y'all have like a No. Uh, no. Uh-huh. Paul is my friend, that is it. He does not share the twins. It's well, not like we have some people some light lines do stick together, you know, just wondering. Anyway, fans, but um, I will promise you I will not try to find out more about this during this commercial break, and I will do my best to uh, get to the bottom of this. Uh, Mr. Darling, did you happen to hear anything about um, something exchanging hands backstage earlier today? Uh, Exactly. I figured you'd be silent about that. Fans, I will find out more about that during the commercial break. If you are interested in learning about accessible games, be sure to go to drivethroughrpg.com and check out Accessible Gaming Quarterly. You can also go to www.accessiblegames.biz 
Be sure to check out both of those places for information on accessible games and games that have been made accessible for the blind and low vision community. And we're back with match number three and um, I'm still a little uh, curious about what has gone on um, because Mr. Darling seems like he Mommy is the things. word. Mommy is the word. Oh, she, you're going to be a dad? No, mom as in I'm not saying a word. Oh, I thought you meant mom. I was going to say which one is it and how can you tell? But um, we are fixing to get One has a mole on her left breast and... No, I'm trying to figure out which one's pregnant and how could you tell? If oh, they... well, I see, yeah. I see. Uh, but uh, fans, uh, both um, Hazard and uh, Rex Shooter are in the ring here. What, what, is, just... what is in that bag that Malachi is holding? I'm not really sure, but is it just me? Is it my headphones buzzing or do I hear buzzing coming from No, I hear that, that too. What the fuck? Yeah. Why is, uh, I mean, I ain't really crazy about Malachi standing right here beside me with the bag, but why There's is, There's a uh, weird, do you smell that funky smell? Like, he smells like death. Like, what, yeah. what kind of cologne is that? It smells a lot like animals because, he, you know, he is the keeper. You know, it's his little, uh, nickname, and I'm it not really... It smells like horse shit mixed with decay or something. It, that is a good point here, is... As Rex bounces off the road with a flying forearm smash. I can't stand the spell. Then how, how? Never mind. I don't want to know that either. I don't want to know fans. Um, and Rex's uh, flying forearm smash has no effect on the big man Hazard, who just catches him by the throat and flips him up over his shoulder for a kind of like the kill the world choke slam there. But Rex manages to bounce off the road and flip back over and deliver an inverted DDT to the big man. But the big man pops right up like it was nothing. Yeah, and and fans, uh, Hazard appears like he has not taken any damage here, but that was quite the move from uh, Mr. Rex Shooter there. And uh, look at the look on his face though when he gets back up. He's just like staring a hole into Rex, like I'm going to take your soul from within, and you're not going to be able to stop me. Exactly, that is the perfect description there. And of course, fans, um. There, there is Bleedy the Clown standing up at the uh, top of the entrance ramp just laughing and doing his his laughing bit. And You should you know, do like a long form interview with this, that man and see if you can dig into what the hell his issues are. I'll, uh, I'll let you do the interview with him if you want to. Alright. Um, uh, uh, Since you're too much of a pussy. I am what I... There, I can't even say that on... Uh, on Where my, are we? <laughs> Yes, um, and, you know, Mr. Uh, Malachi over here is making some kind of grunting noise as Rex delivers a DDT to Hazard, who once again pushes back up to his feet and just stares at him. And, These guys, and Hazard, Malachi, Grimm, they remind me of, like, slasher villains, where no matter what you do to them, they show no reaction, and it doesn't even hurt them. I know exactly what you mean, and... I'm not sure if you're into uh, fantasy fiction, like as in like fantasy wizards and stuff like that, not like um, the other stuff. Uh, but have you noticed that um, Mr. Jackson Grimm looks a lot like uh, Mr. R.A. Salvatore's 
uh, Dreads do wording, except a lot, lot bigger. You know, a lot. No, no, I don't know nerd things. Ah, uh, I got you. Um, you just know uh, Chucky Mokes. Um, but anyway, uh, and Hazard uh, grabs him into her front face lock, but Rex lifts him up as much as he can. But Hazard is just too much weight, and he drives uh, Rex Shooter's head back into the canvas here. And he appears to have a smile on his face now as he pulls Rex How back up. How long has Rex been a wrestler? Uh, a couple of months, a few months. Because um, you can tell right now that he hasn't been at long because he doesn't switch his offense much like Zach Cahill knew to do. Well, then, and, you know, I'm, I'm not really sure because Jackson Grimm is a lot bigger, but, you know, like you said, Cahill, he has a lot more experience. He couldn't lift him, whereas Rex still tried to do it. Right, and, and that's part of the, the greenness of... Uh, of Rex here, and, and he will learn over time, but unfortunately, I think he's going to pay with a lot of injuries, you know, up until that point, as Hadrid lifts him up over his head with a gorilla press slam onto his knee. Oh, and that has got to drive the wind out of Rex Shooter there as he's clutching at his midsection, and Hadrid looks over here at us, or well, more or less to uh, Jackson Grimm and to Malachi there. He really cares pulling. about us. Yeah, he don't want us. He don't want a part of this. You know, he don't want none. That's what I'm saying. But uh, Hazard uh, pulls Rex back up to his feet. And Rex, uh, I'm not sure how smart this is, but I do like his fight and determination there as he fires several uh, right and left into Hazard's face. Like they're there, making no, no no impact. Difference. Yeah. I mean, and fans by impact, I mean, they are striking. They are hitting. Yeah, you can but, hear them. But, but no damage, no damage at all. And Hadrid seems to be absorbing them. You know, kind of like a sponge absorbs water here or, you know, something along those lines. And it's it's just not looking good for Rex, but he's not going to quit. He has learned that much from watching Mr. Cahill and his matches over the years at least. As uh, Hazard grabs him by the throat and pulls him in like he's fixing to give him a kiss or something and grabs him in a type of headlock. And you hear, oh, Rex is screaming, fans. Why is this? And there goes the call he into his ear. He, he bit. Did he pull a he, mic? He pulled a he mic. He did. He bit it. He has a piece of the ear in his teeth. And appears to be chewing as Rex is holding at his oh, uh, bleeding ear. And, and fans, by bleeding, I mean it's actually pouring. And Nicole is yelling at Hazard for doing that. That you're not supposed to do that in a wrestling match. Did you that, see the? Did you see the look on his face? at your wife like he was gonna do so he don't want to like do anything he was gonna I eat was. her and he better watch his mouth and watch his hands or else i'll get up into the ring and show him why you I need was to stay here to you've been con you've been contracted to be the commentator you don't have to get involved in wrestling matters you're supposed to stay at this table Th this is true but there's you know i know she can take care of herself but not against not against three different people here as Malachi and uh, Jackson have pulled Rex out of the ring and unbeknownst to Nicole, as you know, she's yelling at Hazard and blocking her view of us. And I mean, Mr. Darling's not trying to do anything, but here I am pointing at what's going on behind her as- uh, She's here to call the action. I'm not here to oh, that, see, that, that is part of the action. There's letting her know what's going on behind her back. And she needs to be a better referee. 
Well, I, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I can't argue with that. As you see Jackson Graham lift uh, Rex up in a, a powerbomb position and powerbombs him on exposed concrete over there. And this is just adding insult to injury here as uh, Malachi James takes his turn. and It's really unnecessary. Oh, that was an impressive implant, DDT, but there's no need for it here. They are beating... How much were Nicole's implants? Uh, well, they are all natural. I will say that. They are all natural. So you think? Oh, I know. I know because um, my credit card's used for everything. So I know. But uh, they are nice, and, but that's a different story. We can talk about that. No, we can't talk about that later. What are you trying to get me to do? I mean, you know, you just stick over there with your uh, cellulite love bunnies. You know, and oh, and there's Jackson Grimm lifts him up with another military press and oh, drives him. It looked like he was going face first into that concrete. I, I don't want to know what's happening to him now. And they, they roll him back in the ring and fans, you know, me and Mr. Darling may have odds from time to time, but I think we can both agree that they have just finished beating the holy hell out of Oh, they beat the holy hell out of him. He'll yeah. probably never be the same again. I mean, he, he's not moving at all. His ear is still pouring blood, and Hazard is actually chewing on the ear as he lets the blood drip from his chin and pulls uh, Rex Caliber up and grabs him in his finisher. Oh, and this is... This isn't going to be good. And he's just holding him there. And Dang, all the blood rushed to his head. And he puts him into a, a full Nelson sit-out, or a, excuse me, fans, a sit-out full Nelson bomb. And and that's it. It's it's just that's over. academic right now. Um, and, academic again. Yeah, One, I mean, two, three. I mean, it, it, it's this that easy, and I, I do think that uh, as, as we look up, say, you, you see what Bleedy is doing there. He's smiling and making the motion of chewing and chomping. You know, that guy is so creepy. He very creepy, and I'll still interview him if you want me to, though. Oh yeah, you're definitely gonna interview him because I'm I'm not. You know, I want to um, know what makes him tick. I'm not sure that I do want to know that what makes him tick. But I do know that uh, Jackson Grimm and Malachi have uh, slid two chairs into the ring and are placing one of Rex's left arm into the chair. Legs he's a corpse at this moment. He, he's not moving. Security needs to get out here, but I mean, they're not coming out here. Where are they? You know, I'm going to have to check on what's going on there. And they're placing his left ankle in the in the chair seat as well break his ankle and his arm oh and the, yeah i think they're going to do it and they're both climbing to the top and jackson Grimm is 401 pounds fans as he leaps. oh my god oh moonsault onto the chair oh uh, can't believe a 400 pound man can do a moonsault like that that and he vicious. broke both limbs i'm sure oh oh yeah and and rex is rex is gro- groaning and grunting in pain as they slide the bag over. Malachi rolls out of the ring and slides the bag back in. And Yeah, there is definitely buzzing coming from that bag fans. And what was that that flew out of there? 
Did you see that? It was too quick. I didn't. I caught it out of the corner of my eye, but I couldn't tell what it was. Let's, come on. Uh, I'll do a picture. Can we get a replay of that? Look, look right there. As, as fans, they are rolling him into that bag. He is. He's unconscious. Is that a wasp? It looks it's like not, a wasp. It's not a bee, but I do believe it. Yeah, is it looks a like a wasp. wasp. I'm not sure what kind, but it seems like a wasp or a hornet. I can't really get a good look. It could be both. Because there are multiples in there, and yes, fans, you do hear, you do hear him screaming from from inside the bag now. I and hope he's not allergic. I I know. I'll have to look back at his uh, application to see what fans. What you may not know is that while a bumblebee can only sting you one time, a hornet and a wasp can sting you multiple times, and we we've got to get some help for Rex Shooter here as. Um, Jackson Grimm and everyone of what appears to be the Dark Carnival have walked backstage. Uh, I'm I'm going to go let him out of this. It, this isn't good. Are you allergic? No. You're not? Okay, I'm not either. So I'm, I'm going to go let him out. Okay. And, uh, well, fans, we'll see you right back with match number four after this commercial break. Do you suffer from abnormally loud foot odor? The kind where you're embarrassed to take off your shoes in public? The kind that makes the inside of a rental bowling shoe smell like roses and petunias? Maybe you're the one who asks who did it in the elevator, but it's actually your foot odor seeping through your shoes. Well, fear no more, because Flint Lips foot odor consumables are here. Yes. All you do is eat one of these chewables each morning, and your horrible foot odor, our problems, are a thing of the past. They come in four different flavors. Grape, strawberry, lime, and cherry. So, what are you waiting for? Call 1-800-442-6969 and order your risk-free trial kit today. No purchase necessary. Must be 13 and older. Oh, did you do it, Mr. Darling? Not may have. Well, then I may or may not pay you. Did you do it? I did it, Paul. I even put in more than you asked for, just to doubly make sure that everything works the way you want. Very good. Here's your money. I am going to get that shot. <laughs> <laughs> 
that is my title. You understand that, correct? I do, but you're talented enough. I think you could beat Fernando without doing what you had me do. True. I am the best, but I want to make sure. Nothing wrong with that. And you contributed to the Twins uh, dinner fund, so I appreciate it. It's not a cheap thing. Understandable. Enjoy. Have fun. Good and uh, here's the keys to the condo. Oh, make sure to clean uh, it up after you're done. I will. I heard about the last time when yeah. Jethro went, so I don't want to... Uh, I can't even believe you agreed to give it to him, to be honest with you. Well, it is what it is. But let's not be seen together. All right. Good luck, pretty one. See you. And welcome back, fans, to Discordia. I am Alejandro Castro, back on the announce table here with the Jethro. Hey. Yeah, let's uh, let's just say I'm not too happy about that video that just got through playing. Yeah, well, have Mr. Darling. I'm surprised. Um. Yeah, and you notice who's uh, not here at the uh, announce table, right? Yeah, I was wondering what he's been up to. Did uh, you make him leave? or? Well, I went. I was going to go backstage, uh, I should say, and he was nowhere to be found. And if you'll look over there oh. where they usually sit, they're not there either. And, oh. Uh, it's, we will find out, fans. Uh, we will be talking to him as uh, soon as he gets back from vacation. But uh, mm. glad glad to have you here at the table, Mr. Alejandro. Uh, yeah, we you would never do anything like that. No, come on. I mean, but we have both heard Mr. Darling say that he'll do anything it takes to get a victory within reason. I mean, yeah, that's true, and he does love his hot dogs. And he does, uh, he he does love that. I, I will give you that. But uh, we do have an exciting match here, uh, Mr. Alejandro, and. I don't know why, but I always call you Mr. Alejandro. I guess it's a bit of respect there for you. Yeah. Um, but uh, tell us about this upcoming match that we have here. Oh, man, we got this really athletic-looking guy, Mitch Ryan. We saw him have a great performance last week against Enrique, and I think he's uh, striving to prove himself, continue on a winning streak here in the KWF. And uh, he he's going to be uh, very impressive. Yeah, I love all his high-flying moves and everything he does. And uh, taking on a um, a newcomer here in uh, Malachi James. James, yeah. And it um, seems like uh, he's got some friends up on the uh, ramp there. Yeah, they uh, seems like once the Dark Carnival has opened for business, they have been all over the place. Uh, um, maybe they won't. Maybe they won't uh, come down to the ringside because you've seen what's happened so far tonight with the coffin full uh, of scorpions and the bag full of uh, Ooh, I would and, uh, hate to be in one of those. Oh, you ain't kidding. Uh, next, you know, he might bring a, a box full of spiders down here for you. Oh, uh, no, <laughs> no. I have enough with Enrique Spider. Thank you. Um, but uh, it should be, uh, should be pretty well balanced. Though. You had the speed of... Uh, 
Nick Bryan here along with the uh, technical prowess of Malachi James who reminds me a lot of like a mix between uh, Bret Hart and Jake the Snake Roberts there. Um, hmm. Kind of has an appearance of Jake the Snake there if you, if you look at him just a little bit. Yeah. You know, in like a very dark light, like with both of them off, you know. But yeah, it looks just like him. Um, but uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see a speed versus uh, technician here. So it could be a very well well balanced match. Uh, but as they come to the center of the ring and they collar and elbow tie up, Mitch Ryan using his speed with a quick series of kicks right there to the ribs. Uh, bends Malachi James over to one side as he tries to protect, protect those ribs and Mal and. Um, Mitch Ryan there with a spinning heel kick to the side of his face sends him down to one knee. But he does oh. shove back up fairly quickly there. Oh, yeah. I think Mitch Ryan's going to need to do a lot more to bring this guy down. And he's definitely going to have to use his speed. Um, I, I like Mitch Ryan a lot. He's definitely a big up-and-comer here in the KWF. Uh, I love the fact of all the purple that he's dressed in. Um, you know, next time I talk to him, I am going to pick at him about being Barney the Dinosaur, if you, if you remember <laughs> that TV show. Oh, yes. Uh, and uh, Malachi grabs him in, in the wrist lock, whips him into the turnbuckle, and Malachi springs up and runs up the uh, turnbuckle there and backflips up over Malachi James with a drop kick to his back, sending him <laughs> chest first into the turnbuckle. Uh, I, I did that one time. I, really? I did. You, I did. You, then you're probably I, the one that got hit into the turnbuckle, though. No, no, no. Then I woke up. <laughs> it was oh. Very, uh, but I was impressed and sore anyway. <laughs> and, oh, and uh, Malachi does grab Mitch Ryan there by the hair, which is, you know, not oh. necessarily a good move there. Lifts him up with a back, uh, vertical suplex and down to the canvas there. And, oh. You know, he, uh, ooh. What, what do you call that move right there? Is he places his knees between uh, Malachi, um, not Malachi, but Mitch Ryan's shoulder blades and begins pulling back on the arms. It's, oh, I don't it's, know. It's like some sort of backbreaker or something. It's, it's not really a submission hold, fans, but it's more like just to wear him down and, you know, not allowing him to use his arms. But I think Malachi would pay uh, more dividends if he was to go and go after the legs or the lower back there. Oh, yeah. Um, but he knows what he's doing more so than I do. Yeah, all I know is that I would call it painful. Yeah, as you can tell, I'm not sure if you can hear the screams of uh, Mitch Ryan over the, over the fans here. But it does appear that Bleedy the Clown is uh, approving of this message, in, mm. so to speak, as he's uh, clapping along very silently. Um, yeah, he, James here looking to cause more pain than to win this match right now. And I think that's what it's about, as he, uh, I'm not sure what you call that one either. Um, he may be an innovator of offense, so to speak, but he is bending uh, Mitch Ryan's head backwards there. Oh and my gosh. And, I mean, what can he do? I mean, there's nothing that he really can do. Yeah, he's really cranking back on that neck. I don't know. He, he and, does have Mitch Ryan grounded. That's what's important here. Exactly. I mean, any damage, I guess, you cause will take down the endurance there. As uh, referee Nicole Rhodes-Hayes gets in there and checks to make sure that Mitch Ryan does not want to submit. But he does. he is getting a foot underneath him. He's going to try something here, it appears. Which is why I would have taken the legs out first, but oh, yeah. I was no submission wrestler. And he shows back, and they roll through, and Mitch is up to his feet, as well as Malachi James. And there comes Mitch with the dropkick, sending James backward into the turnbuckle there. And he comes out with a running forearm, but, oh, back body drop by Mitch sends James back down to the canvas there. And 
And Mitch doesn't appear to be uh, going to lay down and take this one. No, right? not at all. Now he's running to the ropes, and he goes up for a lion salt. Beautiful, beautiful move, uh, a la Chris the Lionheart Jericho from his days yeah. in WCW. Very impressive athlete. I met him one time, but uh, that's a different story. He told me to leave him alone. Um, oh. But anyway, as they uh, come back to the ring, uh, Malachi James rolls back up to his feet, and there comes Mitch Ryan with a shin kick to the face of of uh, Malachi James there and bounces yeah. him into the turnbuckle and then he uh, climbs him and I love this move right here the series of corner kicks but uh, Mitch Ryan is doing it a bit differently here as he runs up and gives a about two or three kicks to each side of Malachi's head before grabbing him into a hurricane rana and flipping him backward out of the corner and that was quite a bit of distance there on that move and Malachi slides and near about um, cracks the pecans, as we say in South Georgia. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and Mitch Ryan there bouncing off the ropes with a springboard moonsault, landing with his knee right into the midsection of Malachi. Beautiful Ooh. move there. He definitely has some athletic ability here in oh, the yeah. AWF. Uh, you might want to get into the ring and take him on sometime. Me? Yeah, you, you still got it. Mm. You got something anyway. Yeah, uh, something. I tell you what, let's go. Let's tag team then. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was two against him. <laughs> yes. Um, I think we might. Well, I don't know that we could take him, but uh, anyway, um, there is uh Malachi getting back up to his feet, and he does not look happy, Mr. No. Alejandro. Um, I'm not really sure what color his eyes are, but they look red and black right now, oh. as he is not happy at no. all. Here we go, Mitch Ryan going for another springboard, and oh, Malachi catches him and slams him down. Oh. Uh, that is wow. a beautiful, beautiful spine buster there. Jeez. Uh, it, did it remind you of old Double A? Oh, yeah. Oh, and excellent. Mitch looks excellent. like he's hurting there. What's, yeah. uh, what's Bleedy doing here? He's coming down the ramp there. What? I'm not sure what he's doing. He's making a, uh, like a throat cutting gesture there. Yeah. And Malachi wow. nods. Um, he also goes by the name of the Keeper. Uh, says mm -hmm. he keeps all of the animals in the dark carnival. I think that's uh -huh. where all the uh, insects came from earlier. And he uh. and he whips Mitch off of the ropes, and Mitch comes back with a flying or spinning heel kick, but another spine buster sends him down, and Jeez. and uh, Malachi pulls him back up to his feet. That's not really smart, but that's why he does it. Is he applies a sleeper hold there, and really cranking it in. Remind, it reminds me a lot of uh, old Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh, yeah. God rest his soul. Man, this guy, he's got his whole arm around Mitch's neck here, cutting off the circulation. And I'm not sure, but it does appear that Mitch is beginning to get a little blue and oh, very yeah. quickly from the lack oh, of yeah. oxygen. And referee Nicole is holding his arms up because we all know that Mitch is not going to quit. He has shown that here in this match. Arm falls once, puts it back up, there's twice, and Ugh. there is a, a grin on Malachi's face as the arm falls for a third time, and, and you you hear That's... the bell, and you can see that Bleedy the Clown there is laughing as he's Jeez. holding his stomach and clapping. All right, All right Malachi, the, the, the match is over, let go of him. And, and he, he's not. Um, you might have to get in there and take care of this. Um, I hurt ah. my leg, you know. I, I, ah, that's I, I, funny. <laughs> but, uh, and Bleedy's coming down to the ring and looking in at the obvious 
damage that he's causing, um, that Malachi is causing to Mitch Ryan here, and and referee Nicole is counting is signaling for the belt. Oh, but Malachi releases just in time, and uh, he will be declared your winner, fans. And it doesn't look good. And no. now the other two are coming down. What? Oh, what are they, they're not going to do what they've done this whole show. Oh, no. no. They, they did it right there in front of you not too long ago with uh, Zach oh. Cahill as Jackson and them beat the beat the crap out of them. And that's what they're doing. Oh, they're, come on. Oh, fans. Um, we're not going to go through this. We're not going to let y'all watch this. So we will cut back commercial break and we'll be back on the other side hey everybody you got billy johns here from billy's used cars the number one used car dealership in america we sell cars trucks bicycles tractors you name it we can put you in it as long as it's used we'll definitely be selling it here you can get a 1973 Oldsmobile cutlass for only 50 dollars that's right friends you can put your butt in the seat of that car for 50 dollars that's right, only $50, and you can put your butt in that car. We can also put you in a 1988 F-150. That's right, friends, a 1988 F-150, and you can put your butt in that seat for only $75. Only $75. Perhaps you're looking for something a little more family-oriented. We have that down here at Billy's Used Cars and Trucks. We can get you into a 1990 station wagon. That's right, friends, a 1990 Chevrolet station wagon. You know, you got the hatchback, you got the two seats in the back, you got the driver's seat, the passenger seat, and you want to know how much it'll cost to put you in that car? Only $60. That's right. You can bring your kids, you can bring your wife, your husband, your dog even. We can put them all in the seat for only $60. That's right. Like I said, only $60 gets you in that car and it'll be yours. Now, we'll grant you, you can't drive it off the lot. You can't drive any of them off the lot. Welcome back, fans, to Discordia here. We've got the ring cleared out. Poor Mitch Ryan had to be taken back by Stretcher, but it seems that we have the situation under control again. Uh, with you tonight, Alejandro Castro. And um, I know I left like all of a sudden there, but I did go backstage to check on Mitch, and he is conscious and um, refusing to go to the hospital. So. Uh. What a warrior. Um, he, he's got a heart, fans. Um, but these, these two competitors are in the ring now. Um, both uh, Verisatori and Kano. Uh, yeah. I guess we have a match of the one names, you know. Yeah. I would need now is to get Cher to sit down there beside you and sing Believe. Ooh. Uh, actually, Just I would probably believe. Final you know. next to you. And... Yeah. <laughs> but, um, fans, this, uh, this one promises to be a very good and... Oh, yeah. Probably a more uh, so a technical match. Although Kano is a a bit of a high flyer there, uh, and as long as Mitch Ryan is feeling good, I do believe I'm going to sign them to a match next week. Kano and Mitch Ryan. Oh, that I, should be, be a very entertaining match. 
very, very good match. Um, and they come together with a collar and elbow, a bit of respect from both men, and there is Verisatori with a quick fist to the face, or, you know, not a bald fist, of course, but in the back, so Kano into the corner and whips him out. But, oh, there's a reversal that sends Verisatori into the turnbuckle, and he bounces out, and they come together with a double clothesline scene on both down to the canvas. Uh, I had a feeling these both two could counter oh, yeah. and recounter. Oh yeah, I, both of these men thinking alike here, going for the same move, doing damage to each other. They're both on the ground. They're slowly getting up right now. A very, very smart move there. Um, well, on one hand, it's very smart to do it, and on the other hand, it's you know, <laughs> kind of dumb. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> and um, I think they'd make a very good tag team if you ask me. Ooh. But uh, Kano is a member of a tag team with Sergeant Hartford, known as the Knights of Darkness. Mm. I yeah. wonder, if, yeah, Knights of Darkness against uh, the Dark Carnival. That might be something interesting. Yeah, that could be a good match. Um, I was going to sign you up for the match there, but, you know, um, <laughs> me, me, me and you have to be out here commentating. Yeah, and, uh, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> you don't want to see this bumblebee flying. Uh, exactly. Um, you don't want to see the sumo wrestler trying to wallow <laughs> in there. Uh, but these two come back together with another collar and elbow, wrist lock, turned into a hammer lock. Hammer lock, oh, back into a wrist lock, and Kano has advantage. No, wait, Veritatori has advantage. As they whip each other into the ropes, one reverses, and they bounce it off the ropes. And it seems like they both hit the ropes at the same time there. Oh, yeah. Uh, their momentum carried them into the ropes, and as they seem like they're running side by side, and there's a running Russian leg sweep there that sends oh Kano down to the canvas. Veritatori from Finland um, definitely has some agility and moves, but there is Kano kipping back up, yep. and he has a lot of energy and heart as well. I like Shawn Michaels. Exactly, I love that. You know, I could never do it, but I tried. <laughs> um, and there is a uh, Inziguri there from Kano that rocks Veritatori oh, a little bit. Yeah, Veritatori going down there. Uh, now look at him. Now he sits up. I love the Undertaker. What is going on here? Oh, man, this is absolutely beautiful. And they come together again with a double, double forearm instead of a double clothesline. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a clothesline there for a second. Yeah, no, I and think both, both of, them of these guys away. try to change it up there, you know, like maybe thinking like we're not going to do the same thing, but they both did the same thing. Oh, I end up doing the same thing. <laughs> I love it. It's kind of like a video game where Shawn Michaels is wrestling Shawn Michaels, you know. Ugh. I mean, how could it happen? Yeah. Uh, both of them have obviously studied their opponent for this match, and it is definitely showing off here. As they uh, come back together, and there goes Kano with a shoulder tackle, but Veritatori leaps up over and lands on his feet. And a backwards drop kicks in. So ooh, I thought it would send Kano into the ropes, but it sends him nowhere as he spun out of the way and Jeez. caught... Verisatori in the side with the kick, but Verisatori catches the foot, and there's another insecurity to the side of Verisatori's head, and that sends him down back to one knee. Verisatori shoves back up, and there comes Kano with the drop kick. Oh, but uh, Verisatori catches him, spins him around, and almost like a wheelbarrow toss. Yeah. Sends Kano rolling out to the canvas towards the ropes. Whew, I'm sorry, fans. I might have to give me some water here in a minute. This is some very fast-paced action. Oh, yeah, these here. guys are just going back and forth, back and forth. It's like they... Got endless reversals here. It reminds me a lot of um, watching a lot of uh, luchadors wrestle down in Mexico. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, very, nice. very fast-paced action there. Um, you you kind of have the luchador meets the um, pure wrestling wrestler here in Verisatori because he is very hard-hitting. Oh, and yeah. fans, that's not saying that Kano does not hit hard because he does, but just totally different styles, or you know, so both of us thought. But as they uh, continue to match move for move, and I mean that, it's like it's a mirror. As uh, Verisatori has him in the side headlock, he runs for a bulldog. 
but Kano shoves him into the ropes. Veritor bounces off, lifted knee to the face, but no. Ooh. Kano bounces down to the back, kicks back up, spins around with a kick to the face, but Veritor has scouted that move Jeez. already twice tonight as he spins back out of the way, delivering a spinning back fist to Kano that drops him to the canvas, Ooh. and I don't think Kano was ready for that one. No, not uh, at all. Veritor here going for a pin. A pin, sorry, one. Two. Two and, and, oh, yeah, he kicked out. He kicked out. Oh, yeah. Kano kicked out there. That's okay. That's okay. Kano back up to his feet, and Veritor is right there. Oh, and there goes Kano with a quick roll, uh, schoolboy roll up, and there's another quick count. There's one. one, two, and oh, and, and kick out. And Skittles there with a good count, uh, maybe a bit fast, but he's probably amped up on sugar <laughs> from the Skittles here. Uh, I may need to get some of that too if I have to call many more matches like this. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and I do like some chain wrestling every once in a while. And these fans are really into this as they are exchanging hold for hold here, fans. Um, too fast for me to keep up with. Maybe uh, Mr. Alejandro here can try to keep up with some of the moves. Oh, it's hard. These guys are just going back and forth, trying to, just, I don't know, just get the top of each other, you know, get the upper hand. But the, it's hard when both of these guys are so athletic and they can go for just hours probably. Fans, uh, Mr. Alejandro, I, I know that you can notice it here with all the sweat that's pouring off of both these men quickly oh, in yeah. this match. And um, it's not that hot hit in here, fans. No. But they are really throwing the uh, action back and forth and the power back and forth. Oh, yeah, and it's nonstop, so you can just imagine the toll that it's taken on their bodies. Exactly. And, and there goes uh, Veritatori with a German suplex in bridging it into a pin with a one, two, two and no. Oh, no, out. no. He, he kicks out. I, that did look like three there, but it was two. Oh, it's and, getting closer uh, now. Oh, yes, and they roll back up to the feet, and I'm getting indication here that we are getting near the time limit. There's two minutes left, fans. We'll see what we can do here, what they can do. As they come back together here, and there's a Northern arm Lights track. super. Yeah. Oh, arm drag into a Northern Lights. That Jeez. Was, I, I'm telling you. That I, was crazy. I did that once. I used a cheat code on the video game. <laughs> that, um, and these two men are definitely giving it their all fans. And God. as you can see, the fans standing and cheering, and I'm sure that you can hear them oh, cheering. Nobody um, here is sitting down right now. Not even us. We're standing up, you know. And <laughs> the, the fans are getting mad behind us, but that's all right. We got a front row view. Uh, as they come back together there with a, uh, another bridge suplex and with a one, two, and no kick out. And wow. Kano rolls back up to tweet their story. There goes Kano as he uh, delivers a kick to the back of Veritatori's knee, drops him down, and he, does he go for the pin? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not really sure what he's doing. Oh, he's bouncing off the ropes again, baseball slide. And Veritatori's holding at his knee, and that's where he lands it. Oh, oh. fans, that's very smart. Take his face out, then you have the advantage there. As he pulls Veritatori up to his feet, and there, oh, and down, down with his finisher. And he covers him, hooks the leg, rolls over, and that's got to be it. And there's the one, two, and three. three. Oh, Oh. absolutely beautiful, fan. I love seeing a match like that. And um, everybody here is standing and cheering. I know that you can hear it. And how do you like that respect right there? Oh, that was good. I think the winner tonight was all the fans that got to witness this match. That was amazing. Well, except for those fans behind us, but, you know, that's all right. They can watch it on YouTube. That's about five fans behind us that are angry. I'm not sure. Hmm. Um, you know, let's not say that Mr. Darling told us to stand up, you know, <laughs> you know, get them to really hate him. But fans, um, both these men standing, holding each other's arms up, and 
quite a classic show of sportsmanship, which to me never, never grows old. Yeah, and fans just stick around. We got one more match on the night, our main event. It will be for the uh, world championship here. So stay and, tuned. Uh, and we'll uh, catch you on the flip side of the break, fans. The Nine's Phoenix Morning Stone. And I'm an adventurer. I'm sure to get all of my adventuring supplies at the Raven's Loft, where Doug is more than happy to do all that he can to make sure that your gaming needs are met. Be sure to stop in or go to his website and order what it is that you need so that you, too, can get to adventuring. Tell him that Richard sent you. Be sure to check out Doug's eBay store at www.ebay.com forward slash Wizards Keep Games. You can also find Doug at the Raven's Loft at www.facebook.com forward slash Raven's Loft 2021. And be sure to tell him that Richard sent you and that you're from the Knights of the Braille. He will do all that he can to make sure that you get what you need. And welcome back, fans. Um, I'm not sure what commercial was playing there, but I hope it wasn't uh, the whole car commercial. Have you seen that one, Mr. No. Alejandro? Oh, this guy is talking about he'll sell cars for like $75. Oh, I'll He's take one. Oh, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people would. I went down there to buy my son Haven a uh, 1995 F-150. He had okay. them for $80. Nice truck. Um, yeah, uh, so if it had no tires, no engine, uh, and missing the gas tank. Yep, $80. Uh, I told him he could keep it. Um, wow. <laughs> uh, it was between that and telling Haven I'll cut a uh, hole into the floorboard and you can Fred Flintstone it. And then he asked me, <laughs> who's Fred Flintstone? Oh, that geez. whenever I just left the house. Uh, oh, anyway, we had the main event here for the Discordia Championship, uh, pitting the current champion and undefeated champion, Sergeant Hartford, versus the uh, Trailer Park Playboy himself, <laughs> LJ Ledoux. They are both in the ring here, fans, and uh, as as it goes on, we'll see if uh, Sergeant Hartford remains undefeated. Yeah. Um, the winner of this match will face. Mr. Alejandro's best friend, Jackson Grimm, hmm. next week for the Discordia Championship. Yeah, okay. I saw y'all having a beer together. I mean, uh, granted, yeah. he was trying to force it down your throat, but... You know. <laughs> I don't want to uh, talk about it. <laughs> these two uh, come together, and Sergeant Hartford's sticking his hand out to shake, and there is there's um, LJ Ledoux going to shake his hand and then slapping the taste right out of Sergeant oh. Hartford's mouth. Which is absolutely perfect if you're a heel. And he grabs him with a side headlock and then begins to punch him in the face. And Jeez. it does appear that he's digging his fingers into his oh, yeah. eyes and trying to blind Sergeant Hartford, Jeez. who is uh, grunting in pain and shoving LJ, who is laughing as he bounces off the ropes, delivering a boot right to Sergeant Hartford's face, rolling the Discordia champion onto his back. And uh, oh, he's doing it again. Uh, Mr. Alejandro, you see him digging in the front of his trunk. Jeez, Surely he's not going to do that move again. Already? Oh, he, he's waiting, and Sergeant Hartford rolls up to his feet, 
and gets up. And, oh, and he did you see that counter there where he took <laughs> LJ's own fingers and shoved yeah, them into his it. mouth? Good. Uh, I hope you uh, like it. Uh, I don't think he did. He's gagging and he rolls out of the ring. But Sergeant Hartford is following quickly as he whips him into the barricade. And LJ bounces off. And they body almost um, said there wasn't room. But LJ's back hits the uh, ring apron there. And that yeah. may damage his uh, night tonight. Um, oh. He may not be able to uh, do what he likes to do in the trailer park. And that might not be able to perform. Exactly. I don't think he's going to. He doesn't have... Uh, he doesn't have the momentum or the mojo, as Austin Powers would say. And uh, there goes Sergeant Hartford um, rolling LJ back into the ring, who is still spitting and gagging. Um, maybe he'll uh, start taking the bath, or who knows, he could have something from one of his lovely fans or admirers. Mm. And Sergeant Harper lifts him up with a back suplex, sending him down to the canvas, Oof. and with a knee drop right onto the elbow of... LJ Ledoux that that could help him um, prevent uh, excuse me prevent LJ from delivering his finisher the uh, trailer park drop as he yeah. called oh yeah especially after his back is taking all this damage it seems like he's gonna have problems doing any power moves uh, throughout this match I think he's gonna have a lot of trouble there because uh, he's holding at his back with one hand and the other hand is like trying to wipe out his mouth and yeah. he doesn't have another hand or something happens in other words no and uh, Sergeant Hartford uh, locks him into a Boston Crab here, and this is oh, really, really hard here really working on that lower back. back. Oh, yeah. LJ and, uh, here looking like he's in a lot of pain. He's got his arms stretched towards the ropes. But here we go. Look, Sergeant uh, playing it smart. He's taking a couple of steps towards the center of the ring. Oh, that is very smart. Um, that was one of the submission moves that I had, although I called it the combine suit. Uh, <laughs> I, like I did grow up on the farm. Um, and you're sitting back and relaxing. And uh, LJ is powering up to his forearms, to his elbows, and he tries to roll him over. Does he get? No, he doesn't quite get oh, it. And Tony Hartford counters that. But oh, and LJ uses that momentum to flip over to the other side, and oh, he is out of the hole. Geez. And uh, we have referee um, Sampson here doing a really good job here in the main event. I told uh, referee Skittles that he couldn't have a main event <laughs> for a while due to his. Uh, that's a good uh, idea. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's a really good idea. And uh, these two are coming together with a flurry of fists that, uh, you know, of course, I call fisticuffs here. And Sergeant Hartford there with a whip into the ropes. LJ bounces off, delivering a running forearm, but Sergeant Hartford spins out of the way. LJ bounces back off the rope with a flying forearm now and Ooh. delivers it right to the mush mouth of Sergeant Hartford. Yeah, to, taking uh, both down. To, yes. It, it looks like LJ, even though he delivered this strong move, it looks like he's down too, like holding his back. Like that took some effort from him there. Well, if you, um, I'm not sure if you called it there. I'm not sure if any fans called it, but LJ hit him with the forearm that uh, Sergeant Hartford had done the knee drop on. Oh. Uh, that cost him a little bit more, but it's oh, instinct yeah. in, inside the ring. Yeah. You know, you go with what you're, you're normal used to. Yeah. And that, that did cost him there a bit. LJ does roll out of the ring and um, begins to catch his breath and looks, uh, oh, he's looking over at that fan there. And I haven't seen a tube top in probably 15 years and you can agree or disagree, but she uh, looks like she's got a few more roles than Betty Crocker and Captain John Durst over there. Uh, she might want to be careful. My starting might want to go after her too. But uh, uh, LJ doesn't seem to mind. He's, he's coasting up to her, putting his arm around her. Are they gonna take a selfie? 
he is taking, why is it, oh, there is a match going on. Some of these wrestlers really need to go to like a conference and, you know, get taught how to wrestle. And Serious. What's he, he's typing his, how does he have time to type his number oh into her phone? Sergeant Hartford looks angry now here getting out of the ring, trying to probably put it back. And oh my gosh, okay. Uh, LJ throwing like this lady's drink into Sergeant Hartford's face. I think it was just a ruse to bring him out there. God. I think it was too. And Hartford is wiping at his eyes and spitting and uh, LJ takes a handful of popcorn there and eats a little bit and then shoves it down Sergeant Hartford's oh. face there. Oh, and down his throat. Come and begins on. to stomp away and causing Sergeant Hartford to take a breath. But his mouth was full of popcorn, and you know you can't breathe when your mouth's full. This is a championship match, damn it! I, exactly, and it looks like LJ knows what he's doing. But if he's not careful, oh, yeah. that count is going to get away from him as it's yeah. up to eight. As he rolls back into the ring and then back out, and he grabs oh. Hartford. Oh, the, the, you see what he's to do? He's got yeah. aimed right towards him, ring steps, oh, and no. he whips him towards the ring steps. Oh, but Hartford counters, and oh, LJ's left form goes into the ring steps. <laughs> that elbow oh. again, I think. Oh, oh that's going to hurt. I'm not sure that he will be able to complete no. his finisher. No and, way. And that, uh, that fan with the tube top is not happy with Sergeant Hartford right no. now. No. Um, she's she's uh, either fixing to have a heart attack or she's really mad. I'm not sure which there. I think both. Could be. Um, Sergeant Hartford lives LJ up and everything's perfectly legal on the outside of the ring fans and he slams him back down with a body slam onto the ring step oh. hey use them while you're out there but y'all keep in mind the count here as the count reaches up to six here Sergeant Hartford rolls LJ back into the ring and he grabs him for the crucifix power bomb here and he lifts him up oh and the double finger right to the eyes of Sergeant Come Hartford on. causes him to drop him, and as he's falling backward, Elgar's LJ with a DDT sending Hartford down to the canvas forehead first. Oh, Hartford's eyes here are starting to get purple here. There's right eye starting to close up a little bit. And it's starting to swell up there a little bit, and that's that's not going to be good for his vision. And there comes LJ with a series of stomps right there on that eye inside of the head. Jeez. He's... But you know, you have to admit, Mr. Alejandro, this is smart. If he's going to risk yeah. getting qualified, he might as well give it his best, you know, yeah. give it all. He's vicious. And, and there comes uh, your buddy, Jackson Grimm, from the back. And oh, al no. along with the rest of the Dark Carnival. Oh, no, I hate uh, that uh, I'm telling you, I'm not too fond of uh, Mr. Jackson Grimm myself, uh, but all of them kind of give me the creeps and. LJ spins around at the sound of the crowd booing there because that's what he likes, and he sees yeah. these people coming down, and he <laughs> he probably flips them the bird yep. and grabs look, his junk. <laughs> well, he's doing that. Sergeant Hartford from behind comes up with the roll-up. And one, two, and oh, he got him. Oh, he got him. Oh, my. LJ took his eyes and his prize, and I think he had the chance to win it. I oh, really yeah. do. And he, doing a number on it. And he is not happy. And I, he's not happy with either one of them. Um, yeah, look, look at Jackson Grimm with that grin. Ugh. 
and and LJ is getting out of the ring, and he's not going past the Dark Carnival, folks. <laughs> I don't blame he, him. Um, he has grabbed his uh, two top love, and they are exiting <laughs> the building quite uh, slowly because she can't run. She's but, supporting uh, him, though. He, oh, yes. Back, uh, and what are, what are the, there's no call for this, fans. Jackson Grimm has stepped into the ring along with the rest of the Dark Carnival. Oh, no. And... Uh, they have picked Sergeant Hartford up. They have slid a chair. Where did they? Oh, there's always chairs underneath the table. Oh, that, no. Underneath the ring. That's right. Chairs and tables. And oh. they, lift, they lift Hartford up. And he bounces off the ropes, delivering a little bit more power. And, oh, with the bayou drop sends Hartford oh. through the table, through the chairs. And Hartford, Hartford oh. has, has nothing left. No, and this is this is gonna come into play next week. I think when Jackson faces him, he's gonna he's how's he gonna be at a hundred percent for next week? I think that's what Jackson is banking on here, uh, as he bounces off the ropes and delivers a leg drop onto Hartford, and they're just uh, beginning to beat him down, fans. That's and, enough. And and, the, and and there comes there comes Kano, uh, Sergeant Hartford's best friend, and there comes Mitch Ryan from the back. They have had enough fans, and, and what happened wow. to the lights? I don't know. I don't hear anything, though. I don't either. And and fans, okay, the lights are back. And how did Hartford get tied up in the ropes? I, I didn't hear any movement. Oh, jeez. And, looks... and Kano and Mitch Ryan are, are laid out as well. And I, I'm not sure what's going on here, fans, but the Dark Carnival is no longer here. No. Did anybody walk past you? No, I didn't feel anything. Uh, at least there's no bugs. Very, very true. But fans, nobody walked past us. Um, if anybody in the crowd felt somebody walked past them, be sure to let us know on our Twitter and Facebook. And uh, yeah, this um, wait no. a second. Where's where's the Discordia title? Oh no! It was no. it was sitting right there between us both on the table. Oh, they took it. And when we, when we know that uh. Mr. Darling didn't take it because he was already gone. Yeah. They uh, and there's there's Jackson Grimm holding his arm out from the back fans with the belt in his hand. Oh, he's holding it high. And sending Hartford a signal here. Oh, he is definitely sending a signal. In fact, the whole Dark Carnival has sent a signal, fans. And that does it for this Discordia. And we will catch you next week. <laughs>